The following show contains spoilers for X-Men Apocalypse. Pizza Dog is awesome! Pizza Dog! Pizza Dog! Pizza Dog! Please stop. That's not our new intro music. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and today I'm joined by one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. It's Chris. Greetings, mortals. I am famine. Is it because you eat everything? Damn right it is. Yeah, we had a a subway after watching X-Men Apocalypse. We had an Italian... I had an Italian BMT on wheat. I can say everything that was in it if you really want me to. Go on. There was uh, large slices of pepperoni. There was salami. There was ham. There was jalapenos, there was gherkins, there was green peppers, there was red onions, there's mayonnaise, and my eye hurts. Because <laughs> of all the jalapenos. All the jalapenos, hang on. <laughs> yeah, so today, X-Men Apocalypse, we're going to be talking about it, the follow-up to X-Men Days of Future Past. Chris, what are your thoughts, feelings, and emotions on this film? I thought it was good. It was better than first class. Wasn't as good as Days of Future Past. Overall, a good experience i thought it was gonna be worse than what it actually was you did I, I went in thinking this is going to be a train wreck what about it did you think was going to be a train wreck because you've only watched the first trailers you did i've watched all of them yeah and the first trailer didn't get me really excited i didn't see anything in the first trailer i was like yay this looks fun i don't know just nothing really got me excited about it pumped. and it didn't help that um before i saw actually saw a title of a review and uh, I can tell you what the title was now. I didn't read the review, but the title was um, X-Men Apocalypse. Oh. Do you know what? I forgot the oh, title. Great. That's a good I story. I forgot the title of the review. Oh, that was it. It was X-Men Apocalypse. Bad, but not as bad as Batman v Superman. Something along the lines of that is what it was. Nothing's as bad as Batman v Superman. Fantastic it would have Four. to go some way. Yeah, Fantastic Four is pretty bad. Um no, yeah, it starts off a bit slow. It's definitely not got the pace of Days of Future Past. There's not that ticking clock um, kind of story behind it. And it's got a lot of setting up to do. It's got to set up the new X-Men. It's got to set up the villain and his horsemen. Technically the old X-Men. Yeah, it's got to set everything up. Um, we got to know where Magneto is now. And where everyone is. So it's got a lot of setting up to do before we get into the meaty, actiony stuff. Um, I didn't mind that. I like that. Yeah. Well, you have to have well-rounded characters, don't you? And you need a bit of time to be reintroduced to them. Some of the characters did suffer, though. Um, Psylocke and Angel, in particular, I didn't think were well-developed. Um, Storm, I'll give a pass to. Um, because she gets a little bit of an introduction uh, when she first meets Apocalypse. Although she storms maybe African, but she's Egyptian in Egyptian. this. Egyptian. So yeah, they change that completely. Tiny, tiny, tiny tweaks. It doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, a bit slower than Days of Future Past, but it's not terrible. It was coherent. There was no bits that kind of stood out to me and went, "Blur, this is a mistake," or "This is us trying to build a." new franchise or something there was nothing like that it knew the story it wanted to tell and although it was quite slow in some parts it was it was never terrible yeah i agree <laughs> okay best cool. bit wolverine 
Wolverine, that was a good scene. That's the first time I think we've properly seen him go full berserker rage. There's Almost, a lot of blood in it. Yeah. A surprising amount of blood for an uh, uh, X-Men film. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of scenes where I was surprised at the level of gore. The Wolverine scene, first off. Quicksilver getting his leg broken. That was... Oh, that made me wince. That was, I know. I, I could see you got... I felt you do a little something next yeah. to me. Didn't phase me, but no, still. Um, uh, there was a few cutting open bits. Apocalypse gets his neck sliced and at the beginning... The Egyptian guy that's been the mutant, Egyptian mutant that can heal has been cut open just to show he can heal. Yeah. So it's quite gory in some parts, but yeah. For an X-Men film, yeah. Mm. But yeah, the Wolverine scene is is good. I think Hugh Jackman enjoyed playing that, the more animalistic side yeah. of the character. <laughs> he didn't have to remember any lines either, so no. he, was, he was sorted for that. Do I grunt, then snort, or snort, then grunt? <laughs> they probably just said, once you get in there, act like an animal, is probably what they said to him, yeah. and he just went with it. He just went crazy. He knows the character Wolverine. He's been playing it for years. He knows Wolverine. Yeah, almost, well, 16 years now. The um, first X-Men film came out in 2000. So, yeah, he's been doing this a long time. That's a long time to play a character, isn't it? Yeah, and he develops into it nicely. And just when he's got it just right, he's going to make his last fucking film, and then we're not going to see him as Wolverine anymore. Oh, at least we won't see X-Men Oranges again. No, I mean, this is sort of the origin story for most of them anyway. Mm. Also, another standout scene, Quicksilver's moment in the mansion with Pizza Dog, the standout character of the whole film. Bloody hell. Pizza Dog is the best. No, no, he really is not. He is the best. It's a doggy in a pizza. So yeah, anyway, in this scene, uh, the mansion's blown up for all sorts of reasons. Actually, one specific reason, Havoc, uh, Scott's older brother, shot a laser at, um, what's it called, the jet? I forget. They're he was aiming jet. for Apocalypse and he hit the Blackbird. Yeah, and it exploded. So, Mansion goes up, Quicksilver turns up, he's rescuing everybody, and there's a dog eating a slice of pizza. Exactly. Many questions regarding this pizza dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One, why was a dog in a school, and where did the pizza come from? Well, it belongs to one of the students who smuggled it in. It is one of the students that can transform into a French bulldog. No, because it would have changed back after they came out of the thing. So it would have been like, <laughs> oh my fucking god, and changed back. No, it just finished eating the pizza, didn't it? Maybe it's Charles Xavier's dog. Nah, I reckon. Beast's dog? Nah, it's a dog that a student snuck in. Probably, yeah. Because you don't only see animals at Xavier's school. No, true. Yes, so thoughts on Apocalypse as well as the villain, because he's a sort of... um glue that holds this whole film together I liked him, I thought he was menacing he certainly knew how to dealt with people, yes. deal with people sorry uh, yeah I liked him, I thought he was um, he's good. Standout moments from him when he went really big and was pummeling the absolute crap into Charles in their little mind battle Yes, in the dream he's, sequence. he's just punching him in and I thought oh, oh yeah would you have liked good. to have seen Apocalypse big in real life because that's one of his powers in the in the comics. He can also turn his arms into guns and helicopter blades and things like that. Would you have liked to have seen that? No. You wouldn't have liked no. to see him run around with helicopter blades trying to chop up Cyclops. No, I would have liked to fuck Cyclops, but I would have liked to see him <laughs> go big. You don't like Cyclops. I'd have never been a fan of Cyclops. <laughs> no, even from the first X Men film, uh, I would have liked. I wouldn't mind him going big in real life. You know, whatever it was for them in the film. Yeah, but. No, not guns and helicopter blades and stuff, no. 
You wouldn't like a Benny Hill skit of him? I really would not like a Benny Hill skit of anything. <laughs> oh, no Benny Hill sketches in the X-Men universe. Oh, fair enough then. And finally, the Horsemen. What did you think of them? Well, Magneto, you know, Magneto. Michael Fassenbender nailed it Fast again. Bender. Damn it. Why did I say fast? <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael. Uh, Fassbender nailed it as usual. I, I enjoy him as Magneto. Storm, I thought was good. Psylocke, I wasn't overly impressed. I don't really know her character anyway, so I was like, yeah, whatever. Angel was good when they found him, and he had normal wings. I thought he looked good and everything. And then they turned him to uh, what you told me was Archangel, yeah. and he looked like shit. Did you not like the silver? Was it the no. CG look of them? Yeah, his wings looked terrible, and they for some reason, Apocalypse thought it necessary to give him a mohawk in the same style as Storm's. Well, Storm had a mohawk already, but when And he, he turned it white. Yeah. And, and that then, apparently made her more powerful. Yeah. For um, reasons. Angel can't... Maybe he's, he can't fly him out of wings without much hair. Because he has long hair, so... <laughs> aerodynamic. Yeah, it reasons. messes up his flight pattern or something. And what about the tattoos Apocalypse gives Yeah, what the fuck's well? that with? What? More aerodynamicness? Well, no, because then he sticks on loads of, like, what looks like heavy armour on him. Yeah. No, I reckon Apocalypse is like, this guy's going to die. I'm just going to mess him over. Make him look a dick so he dies. So not overly impressed with Angel. No, I did like Nightcrawler. Yes, he makes a triumphant return. Yes, I like Nightcrawler. Uh, I know he's younger, so you've given him long hair. He's a bit... He's a bit more gangly. Yeah, sort of thing. But yeah, I think he looks good. Mm. I, I enjoyed him. Young Jean Grey, good. Uh, who else we got? Beast, you know, Mystique, all good. Cyclops. <laughs> and then we come to Cyclops. <laughs> Is it the character you don't like? Yeah, it's just... For the, reasons. It's just the character in general. I've never, don't like I've never taken a Cyclops. It's probably because I found him... He annoyed me in the original X-Men films, and when I've watched cartoons of it, I've never really gotten well with the character at all. Because well, he's more of a Boy Scout, and you hate that sort of thing. I'm more Team Logan than Team You're more Team Cyclops. Sentinel, kill and rip everyone apart. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so Chris, rating the film, what do we give it? A watch or a don't watch? Yeah, we'll give it a watch. I'd agree. It with was that. a. Um, it was entertaining. Yeah. Bit of a slow burn, but when it really started firing up, it, there was a good amount of destruction and action for those people that that want that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's not bad. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. Right. So with a title that includes the word apocalypse in it, there was surprisingly you... no deaths <laughs> in the entire film. <laughs> Shockingly, there were quite a lot of deaths. Oh, yes. And um, we start out with a lot of deaths. Within the first 30 seconds. <laughs> yes, oh, so many. The film opens up with uh, Apocalypse being paraded towards his pyramids where he's going to take over the body of Oscar Isaac, who is the mutant with the ability to heal himself. Uh, but when he's in there and they're doing the mind transaction thingy, uh, a group of rebels, I'll call them, led by Han Solo, <laughs> <laughs> led by Poe Dameron. <laughs> no, they um, uh, knock down the pyramid with these sliding blocks that takes out the foundations. And some more rebels inside the transitioning room tried to kill Apocalypse, but his then four horsemen defend him, kill them, and um, save him from falling rubble. And um, just try and buy him as much time as possible until a crack opens up in the ground and he falls down and um, so does one of his surviving horsewomen 
who puts her force field around him, slows his fall, and shields him from all sorts of rubble that's falling on top of him. And then a piece of rubble falls on top of her, crushing her, killing her. And that's where Apocalypse remains for however many hundreds of years until he's dug up and found a bit later on in the film. So yeah, so many deaths. Rebels are killed by the four horsemen. Horsemen are killed by falling rubble. It's chaos. I know. What Very graphic mean? deaths as well. I mean, there's a guy gets he's one that sets a load of them on fire. Yeah. One guy is picked up by a psychic person and just crumpled into a ball. Oh yeah, that was that was I wasn't expecting that at all. I was like, Holy crap, this is graphic. Yeah. I enjoyed it though. You you, you did. Oh, you yeah. enjoyed the gore. But you're in that pyramid and you're a rebel, we'll say. Okay. It's madness. You need to go better equipped, wouldn't you? I mean, all they've got of them are knives and little clubs, which they've been given for like the ceremony of like the transferring. Yeah. I would have um, hidden more weapons in there prior to this ceremony happening. Like a shotgun. <laughs> yes, An like Egyptian a sho- shotgun. An ancient Egypt shotgun. Egyptian shotgun. Yeah, I would have hidden mm. more weapons in there prior. Perhaps because what they do when after they, they, these blocks have come down and taken out the uh, supporting pillars, so it all starts collapsing. The two guards by the door hit these rocks and the door closes, trapping them all inside. So, I mean, yeah. these rebels are going in knowing they're going to die. Mm. I mean, they're, they're ready to die to kill this, what they say, false god. It's a whole Superman all over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. They do it better than Superman, though. Yeah, oh, they do. Oh, I went there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had more weapons in there, or um, perhaps... I suppose they chose that area because they were like, right, Apocalypse is weak, he's in the middle of transferring, confined yeah. space... We don't have to actually fight Apocalypse. No. All we have to do is just take on his... Force super-powered, increased power, because Apocalypse can increase the power of a mutant. Four mutants yeah. who have been supercharged. It's slightly easier than taking on five supercharged mutants. I don't think Apocalypse would have been that strong, though. Because the reason he was transferring is because the body he was in was dying. He was old. He could hardly fucking yeah, move. Yeah, he looked old, yeah. He could hardly move. I reckon he wouldn't put much of a fight in that body. What they should have done is, rather than waiting for the transference to happen, they should have attacked just While as he laid parade? down. I mean, there's a guy that runs, jumps, he's up on a higher bit, doesn't he? He jumps down onto yeah. Apocalypse. Had he done that as soon as Apocalypse laid down, he jumps down, just stabs him in the air, twists it around, and we'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> but then, if Apocalypse is still awake and he times it wrong, then Apocalypse can, like, levitate him and then, I don't know, throw him about, throw him to one of his horsemen or something, or mm. turn him inside out. Drop a pyramid on his head. Gruesome. Apocalypse is super overpowered. Yeah, it's not fair, is it? I can't help but think, had Wolverine been there, he would have got the job done. In ancient Egypt. Even if he wasn't um, adamantian up. Sort of. I don't know. He's just bones. Because they would have crushed him and he would have like, the fuck? He's healed back up. Like, yeah. Actually, they probably would have taken him and tried to transfer him over. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Maybe Oscar Isaac is um, the ancient Egyptian version of Wolverine. Could be. Without the bones. Yeah. Okay, so surviving that, more weapons. More weapons, better preparation beforehand. Yeah. Leave yourself an escape route. Don't go in there thinking, I've got to close everything off, I'm going to die down here. Because that's why they died, because they went in expecting themselves to die. Yes. They didn't believe in themselves. No, more belief, more... Yeah, more More belief. More self-confidence is is needed in this. (laughs) Okay, so we jump to the 80s, the present day of the X-Men universe, and we catch up with where everyone is. Magneto's got 
his family, uh, a wife and daughter, and he's living in Poland, working in a steel factory. Uh, Mystique is running around the world trying to save mutants. Her latest, um, the latest one being a Nightcrawler, who she saves from a cage fight, basically. Yeah, and in in a cage fight, who's fighting a uh, Angel pre Archangel, the decent looking version. <laughs> but before Nightcrawler went in there. He was, he was fighting just a huge fat guy and I assumed it to be Blob it looked like yeah. Blob I mean they had to pull him out with ropes and stuff yeah it was he had definitely a Blob head as well on the back of his head it was where, there. where the wings are like the claws on his wings have sliced yeah. him hadn't they it was definitely Blob mm. it, lo- it looked to be him what the hell were they keeping Nightcrawler in in a box something that stopped them from teleporting out obviously maybe yeah so they're not very nice people Professor X and Hank Beast have successfully set up the mutant school and um, have taken on a new student, Cyclops, um, who is brought in by his brother, Alex uh. Summers Havoc. <laughs> Are you going to yeah. do that every time Havoc. we talk about Havoc. Cyclops, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Havoc from the previous two films, First Class and Days of Future Past. He had a little bit part in that. Uh Moira McTaggart is following up on a cult of mutant believers or people that think that mutants are gods or something like that in Egypt. And they have uncovered the pyramid that Apocalypse was buried in. And um, this is all Moira McTaggart's fault, this whole thing. Yeah, (laughs) they had no idea that sunlight was the thing that activated it. That's why they kept it covered up. Yeah, well, they kept it covered up because they well, were yeah, cultists to hide and, it it. Was a, and it was a secret. So Moira breaks in and um, the pyramid is hidden under basically a, sh- a sheet, a rug. And she pulls That's not that for open. sale. That's not for sale. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls that open. It has a sneak down. And when the sun moves into the right position, it hits the top of the pyramid, which is some kind of technology that helps with the transferring of minds. And... Um, once the sunlight hits that it finishes off the process and wakes up Apocalypse who comes out with a bang heard round the world it causes an earthquake in Poland uh, causing like a vat of molten metal to almost fall on one of Magneto's co-workers and he has to save them using his magnetic powers which comes into play a little bit later on in the film Jean Grey hears it and freaks out um, in bed and she's like melting the walls of her of her room. It's the same thing that sort of kills Xavier and yeah, it looked very X-Men like 3, that, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so everyone's a little bit freaked out about this. Yeah, this leads to Charles going to meet up with Moira and basically plot points are put out there and exposition is given to hey, he's, people believe that there's a mutant that's really super old and he's got four horsemen and the Bible maybe got it from him. So that happens. And um, whilst that's happening, Apocalypse is going for a walkabout around modern day or 80s day Cairo. And um, he bumps into Storm, who uses her powers to basically steal some money. And she gets run down and cornered by um, not very happy shopkeepers that threaten to take off one of her hands yeah but uh luckily for her apocalypse shows up and they have a brief conversation which ends with apocalypse decapitating three people with dust and then melting the shopkeeper into a wall 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit overkill, isn't it? I mean... Well, yeah, wow. Holy crap. Survival techniques? <laughs> yeah. You're Quite an obvious one, actually. Shopkeeper with a knife. You've got a knife. You're you're, you're threatening a uh, a young lady. Some guy's turned up. He's fucking huge, anyway. I'm blue. He's blue. Now at this point, the world knows mutants exist. You should be clocking on straight away. This because he says clown face or something. Yes. No, you should be clocking on straight away. Shit! This is a mutant. I have no idea what their power is. They're obviously annoyed at me. I should back away. True. Okay, because you've no idea. I mean, their power could be anything. Well. Yeah, anything. It literally so, is. Yeah. No, stop. But again, would that news have reached Cairo? It should have. Yeah. Been. Well, yeah, there is a poster of Mystique. Yeah, so. they know. They know all about it. I mean, everybody knows about mutants now, so it's a co- you know, it's common knowledge. True. Yeah. I wouldn't suggest trying to stab Apocalypse. Oh fuck no. I wouldn't suggest trying to punch him. You drop the knife. Because he only says he's sorry after the other three guys have been beheaded. Yeah, it's a bit late after that. Oh, yeah. Just drop the knife. I'd be like, oh, mutant. Good day to you, sir. Yeah. Top hat and a cane. Twilight as I stroll away into the sunset. Off to continue your shopkeeping days. Happily. With no money. Yeah. Because Storm stole it all. Are there enough blue characters in this film for you, Chris? Yeah, there's, there's a lot, four. aren't there? <laughs> four? There's Apocalypse Blue, Mystique Blue, Beast Blue, Nightcrawler oh, Blue. I forgot about Beast. Yeah, but he's not the same shade of blue. They're like they're the same shades. They're like a darker blue. It's Beast turquoise. is a, yeah. Blue's a lighter. Uh, blue's a lighter blue. Beast is a lighter blue. So yeah. Does he count? Yes. Oh, fine. They're all blue. Fine. Uh, but yeah, Egyptian shopkeepers against Apocalypse. They stand no chance. Uh, pretty much. Also, he kills the three that have just turned up by chopping their heads off. But the one that's been there cornering her from the start, it just lets run off. Yeah, true. What the... F- why? Be that guy. Ooh. Who runs away. I like it. And don't call Apocalypse Clownface. Yeah, oh, that was stupid. <laughs> idea. Although, to be fair, he had no idea what you were saying at that point. True, yeah. Calling Apocalypse names, even in a language he doesn't understand, still not good. No. Because it'll turn you into a wall. He should have got on his knees and started like uh, that Bowie prey thing they were doing at the start. Going in seven or blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he might not have known that unless he was a member of that cult. All right. And even if he was a member of the cult, he wouldn't know what apocalypse looked like. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, just, it's a mutant. Just leave it. Don't tangle. Run away. Yep. They can drop baseball stadiums around the White House. And that's just Magneto. What yeah, the fuck do you think Apocalypse one. can do? Mm. So, yeah. Back away from the blue dude. Okay, so... Magneto has been sussed out as a mutant and a terrorist, basically. His um co-workers at the steelworks have told the police and they lure Magneto into a trap in the forest by holding his daughter prisoner. Magneto goes... Right, I'll come in with you peacefully. Just let my daughter go. They agree. Um, the daughter goes back to the mother. And um, Magneto allows them to almost tie his hands. But the daughter freaks out. And it turns out that she's a mutant. And her power is to control animals or communicate with animals. And um, this freaks out some of the police. Who are armed with wooden bows and arrows. And they've bought... Clever. Uh, yeah, they've bought rope. And there's no metal on them because they know that they have to take on Magneto. 
Um, but this freaks out one of them. He lets go of his bow and an arrow shoots, hitting the daughter and the wife. It's a very short distance and the bow didn't look that powerful, nor did it look like he was pulling it back hard enough to go through two people. Yeah, through true. Through rib cages of two people, but it did. And you'd be thinking that he'd be wanting to aim it at Magneto rather than the daughter. Yeah, I mean, Magneto's up there getting tied, so he would have lowered it at least, wouldn't he? But no, yeah. he keeps it pointing, fully drawn. Mm. What? Out, out the door. I think it's just because he's freaked out that it's her controlling the animal. Uh. But yeah, the arrow goes through the daughter and through the mother. Magneto goes over, takes the locket off the daughter's neck, which has a picture of... Uh, Magneto's mum and dad he uses that locket to murder all of the police so what do you do? Shoot Magneto as soon as you <laughs> see him you've gone in there wearing no metal because you suspect him to be Magneto he's got a fucking wedding ring on what do you think that's made out of? it's gold yeah, I don't think gold is particularly magnetic though is it a solid gold wedding ring? I, d- I don't know I, I, don't know the I ca- very much doubt it I is I don't know the carrot content of his gold ring I doubt it is do you think any police officers had fillings probably not okay yeah but, but time up turn your bow and arrows towards him because let's face it had that one police officer not killed the daughter and wife you know even as by accident it would have been fine everybody would have lived yeah Magneto would have gone off with them and would have been like oh by the way I'm escaping now do 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 goodbye yeah, as soon as he got near a car then he'd take off the doors and just hit everyone with exactly them. I didn't think they brought the rope to tie him up with his hands. I thought they were going to hang him. Yeah, I, I thought the first time I saw them, I thought, is this a lynching party or something? Yeah, it and then I was like, suspicious. oh, tying the hands, yeah. right. Yeah, they didn't re- they wanted, They didn't want to believe it because they'd grown close to him. They were not friends, but they were they were more than acquaintances, weren't they? He went around for all theirs for dinners. dinners True, yeah. For dinner or something the other day, yeah. week, month, whenever it was. But I like the fact he worked at a steelworks. Yeah, true. What a place for Magneto <laughs> to work at. <laughs> exactly. Where Where else would you work? you've got magnetic powers it's a good place Hmm. so be nicer and point your arrows at magneto the guy that's actually a threat you know why are you pointing him an unarmed woman and her daughter when you're uh, i mean i guess the daughter's not exactly unarmed she's got nature so you know (laughs) the most powerful (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah quick summary be nicer then be be nice be nicer okay Magneto then goes back to the steelworks to confront his ex-co-workers and goes, you told the police I thought we were buddies, you want to see my true power, I'm going to murder you all and uh, Apocalypse shows up just in the nick of time with Storm, Angel and Psylocke By saying nick of time it makes it sound like you're about Apocalypse save these steel workers. <laughs> he does the exact opposite. He did for about a second. Magneto yeah. goes, if you're here to stop me killing these people, don't. And um, Apocalypse looks over to them and they all sink into the floor and just their arms and hard hats are just which, visible, twitching slightly. Which means they must have still been alive and they're just like suffocating under the ground or yeah. something. Oh, wow. That's, that's a terrible that's, way to go. That's brilliant. Apocalypse is a genius. <laughs> There is no way they can survive this yes. unless they have a day off work. What they needed to do was there was a really muscular guy. You saw him, yeah? He was uh, yeah. still working. fucking huge. When Magneto turns around because he's surprised, you run forward, you twat Magneto, knocking him out. It makes everyone else jump. They're like, oh, no. And then you run and leg it. You wouldn't be able to run fast enough before... 
<laughs> apocalypse like made the ground in front of you sink and then you're just running on I think you'll find I uh I can move pretty fast. You're not Quicksilver. Even Quicksilver Silver doesn't wasn't. move fast enough to avoid apocalypse. So punching Magneto makes things worse. Don't come into work that day. I mean you've just ratted out the most mutant. powerful mutant that you think exists. I know, and then you go to work the next day. Damn. I wasn't convinced by the acting by the steel workers when he was like Henrik or whatever his name is, don't do it. Yeah. It was so like crap delivery extra probably I know but still it was such a horrid delivery (laughs) I was like oh god I was like no 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 I'm glad he died (laughs) (laughs) don't rat out Magneto in the first place yeah he He saved saved one of your people I mean can you imagine if he hadn't done that and you got hot um, you know iron molten metal yeah pouring over your skin what sort of oh that'd be horrific Maybe they were angry because he saved the workplace dickhead. Yeah, they done it on purpose <laughs> to try and kill him. There was no earthquake in Poland. They just shook some stuff around. Yeah. Oh, no. It's going to crush him. <laughs> oh, no. He was saved. Oh, Damn no. you, Magneto. <laughs> we're going to rat you out now. Yeah, but still. Oh, no. Don't go. Go into witness protection. Mm. I mean, had the police done their job properly anyway. Well, half the police force is dead at this point. So. Oh, that's true. Oh, dear. Not oh, good. No. They're short-staffed. Go and work for the police instead. We've just got six new vacancies. Come and work for us. Join our new mutant hunting division. Oh no, just like join traffic wardens or something. Something nice. Although if you nice put, and easy. If you put a ticket on Magneto's car, he'll drop the car on just top Magneto, of you. I was about to say, does he have a car? He does have a car, doesn't he, at one point in the film? Yeah. But it's just to keep up appearances. Other than that, he probably doesn't use it. He's just like, I'm going to fly. There's some metal around here that will keep me alive. <laughs> levitate everywhere, yes. Okay, so, Steelworkers murdered. Professor X tries to get into contact with Magneto. When he does, it's too late. He's already joined up with Apocalypse. And this gives Apocalypse an opening into controlling Charles Xavier. And um, he uses Charles to shoot up all the nuclear missiles into space. So they've got no weapons I was surprised at that. I didn't think he was going to do that. I thought he was going to like bring them back down and be like, yeah. I'm going to wipe out most of these things and anybody that survives is just mutant material. Yeah. yeah. Finish off Kevin Bacon's plan from the first... Yeah, because he was like, the radiation fallout will create a new race of mutants. Yeah. Apocalypse doesn't be... understand radiation. No, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the film would have been a lot shorter if Apocalypse had just murdered everyone right there and then. If they'd done that, they would have to do another Days of Future Past thing to go back and reset it. Yeah. Because just to <laughs> bring the whale back. Mm. That was a strange choice. I was thinking that they would, like, get rid of Cerebro and have, have yeah, have Apocalypse's plan to be nuke everything. But then once Havoc broke Cerebro, that everyone would snap out of it and go, abort codes, abort codes, and then just have the missiles land harmlessly everywhere and not explode everywhere how the fuck do you bring nukes down harmlessly well like a movie thing not explode just have them like fall and not detonate that would have made more sense because apocalypse like he's learned by touching a television about everything modern well he touched a tv didn't he which connected to all the satellites and stuff yeah and he just downloaded everything. so you think if he wanted to murder everyone that would have been yeah he would have known the nukes would have done it so that's a like a plot hole or something that they could have 
handled a bit better. And it would have made Apocalypse more threatening. Well, no, well. I think it's because he wanted to bring about the uh, destruction by himself and not use something that man's created. You know, so he just wanted to do it himself to Maybe. truly test, truly test the strong. Because perhaps he knew using the nukes would be a bit too unfair. Because he wants some of them to survive so he can lead them in a new world. Yeah. True. I mean, look what happens in fucking the Skynet launches the nukes. You're going to get terminated. That's what's going to happen if you launch the <laughs> nukes. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he saw Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> he shit. Terminator and went, I don't want to have to fight robots. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it leads into the future of the Sentinels. <gasps> dum, dum, exactly. Crossover. Well, you asked me this question when we got out of the cinema. Apocalypse versus the future Sentinels. Yeah, I reckon they would have taken him. Yeah. as He could have taken out quite a lot of them. Yeah, but I reckon they would have. I mean, there's like... I don't know how many. There seem to be endless supplies of Sentinels. Yeah. They would have eventually got onto him. Mm. But one-on-one, he could have taken a Sentinel, taken a future Sentinel out. Yeah, I mean, well, any telekinetic mutant would have been able to hold up a Sentinel and to rip it to shreds. Yeah. I mean, Jean, she would have... Jean Phoenix would have fucking wasted so many. Mm, True. So this leads Apocalypse to teleporting into the X-Mansion and uh, Magneto steals... Professor X from his wheelchair brings him over. Apocalypse is about to teleport out. Havoc runs up, tries to blast them, but by this point Apocalypse has disappeared and he blasts through one of the doors and hits the engine on the Blackbird which explodes and leads to the awesome Quicksilver scene. Mm -hmm. Now, this death was avoidable. Yeah, did he learn nothing from Darwin and the last time he tried to blast a super powerful person. Oh yeah, it was all Darwin dying, the same didn't it? Thing, isn't it? It was not only that, but when he was about to shoot, Beast was literally screaming at him Don't to stop shoot. because yeah. he knew what was going to happen. Mm. And he goes and fucking shoots. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in that explosion, Havoc is the closest, and he's the only one that Quicksilver doesn't have time to save. So by the time Quicksilver's there, he's already in the fiery explodey bit yeah so yeah sad for havoc so learn from your mistakes in first class don't try and blow up a super powerful mutant and um, bide your time you will have your revenge havoc yes (laughs) 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 should have realised that had they wanted to kill Xavier they would have done it then they were kidnapping and they wanted him for something so you know you've got time Mm. regroup become the X-Men Yes. I'm playing next one's theme in my head because I can't do it out loud on the mic. That's a TV series. Oh, Why don't they use God. that? I'm surprised they've not used that in the films yet. But they use the costumes. Not cartoon thing. Well, they might use it next movie because that's meant to be set in the 90s. Is it really? Yes. Ah, okay, that might come in then. That'd be great. It would be good. Oh, yes. yes. They teased Jubilee as well. She was the um, lady in the yellow raincoat and she shoots fireworks and stuff so she would have been good where was she she was she was in the car she doesn't get much screen time oh her yeah but she would have been cool isn't everything i looked at the cast and crew for this film Channing tatum was listed on there was he as um gambit he wasn't in there yeah that's what i was thinking but he's on he's listed on the cast maybe he's Channing in the background tatum. i reckon he was in a deleted scene Possibly, yeah. That's that's only what I think of. He's listed on there as Gambit, though. Yeah. 
We also got Stanley and Stanley's wife were in the cameo. Was oh, this as his well. real wife? Yes. Oh, I, I did. I did Mr. keep Lee. an eye out in the in the credits. So yeah, that's the first time he's been back in an X Men film. He was in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's a, it's a bit, he wasn't in Days of Future Past or First Class. I don't no, think I didn't see him on there. I don't know why. I just maybe he couldn't do it or something. Yeah, yeah. So Apocalypse, he's captured Professor X. Havoc's dead. Pizza Dog's alive. <laughs> what would they do? And uh, and after the mansion has exploded, Striker shows up. He's tracked the source of the um, mental energy to the the mansion and he knocks all of the mutants out all of the kids mystique included and decides that he's going to take mystique quicksilver beast and moira mctaggart prisoner and take them to the weapon x facility but dead not deadpool deadpool (laughs) devil nightcrawler gene gray and Cyclops sneak on board the helicopter and attempt a rescue mission in the Weapon X facility. Jean Grey's using her uh, psychic abilities to make them invisible and Nightcrawler's teleporting them around until they find themselves in a room with a cage that has a mysterious snorting animal in it. It's a it's, pig. It's Wolverine. It's pig we've, man. We've already talked it's Professor about Pig. It. <laughs> <laughs> not, from, not from Batman. Yeah, so he comes out and murders everyone in the building bar striker striker's like the only survivor he's the smart one and he gets away as quickly as possible yeah survival you're in a corridor with a mad claw wielding maniac running towards you snarling and going all you've got is a gun and he is literally indestructible you're fucked really aren't (laughs) you let's see look at it this way He's not going to see for speed. If anything, he's going to be running slower to begin with because his muscles haven't adapted to the actual exactly, weight. Exactly, yeah. Good You point. might be able to outrun him. Mm. Well, striker as... outwalked him. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> just slowly strolled away. As long as the doors were all open and you had access to open them and enough time to close them behind you, mm. you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But there were a couple of times where they were in a corridor and there was no way out and they were cornered. But, yeah, that's... We can't save everybody, Jack. We just got to save the ones we can. <laughs> Strike so, yeah. and then walk away. <laughs> yeah, outrun him, because I reckon... The guys in the control room that are... Surrounding uh, the cell uh, that the others are in, yeah. Yeah. They could have left. They could have seen Striker leave and go, oh, it must be bad. He said he's coming back, though. Don't believe him. Yeah, but they've probably been trained, aren't they? You don't abandon your post. When a striker's a little bitch. And striker abandoned his post. Yeah. Follow him. He get he will get his come up and so in the next film. Maybe. X Men. Strike down the striker. <laughs> X Men strike. Star back. Wars was in this film. Yes. Very quickly. You got the Star Wars reference. Yes. They said, um or Jean Grey said, Oh, the third one's always the worst one. I know, a little quip there. I and it was, was. <laughs> it it was a dig at um last stand, wasn't it? Nobody Oh, uh, do you reckon? Yeah. But this is the third film. In yeah, the, that's um, what I was thinking, yeah. But yeah, it's certainly not the worst. No, X-Men no, film. no, no, no. Sex Men Oranges. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we can't save anyone in Striker's Weapon X. We can if they run. But yes, or if they're Striker. Or one of the mutants. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That'll do. Right. <laughs> so Mystique leads the new X-Men 
to try and stop Apocalypse and save Professor X. And um, Apocalypse has built like a giant pyramid on the remains of this town in... It's Cairo. It's in Cairo, yeah. This giant pyramid in Cairo. So he's pretty powerful. And he's got Professor X in the middle of the pyramid. And Nightcrawler goes and saves him, teleports him out back onto the plane. And they try to escape. But Angel, or Archangel, and Psylocke manage to get on top of the plane. And they're destroying it. And everyone's like, right, grab hold of Nightcrawler, we're getting off the plane. Nightcrawler tries to bamf. Archangel gets inside the plane. He charges at them, but they bamf out, teleport away before he gets to them. And he's left in the cockpit as the plane hits the ground, explodes. Psylocke manages to get off and slows her descent by using her psionic energy sword to slow her descent on a building. But, um, yeah, Archangel is not so lucky and he's pretty dead. And he Apocalypse gets... isn't happy with him. Oh, no. He gets screwed over by the G-Force, doesn't he? When it's going down, he sees, like, pushed up her back. He's like... Trying really hard. I mean, to be fair, if you're in a thing like that... Because he's being pushed back by the G-Force, isn't he? And he launches himself forward eventually. You can see the planes going down. You can see they're all holding on to a Nightcrawler. You should know he's a fucking tele... You fought him! He's a teleporter! In a cage match! Get the fuck out of there again! Why try and go for him? He's just a suck-up. He's like, oh, Apocalypse will love me more! Yeah. He'll give me the rest of my hair back! Also, Archangel's plan of attack is flawed in many ways. He can fly. He should have flown round in front of the plane and shot out his... Oh, yeah, that's good, yeah. ...through the window. He didn't or need to be out, in there. Take out the, uh, the, you know, the engines on either yeah. side. Shoot those. Wow. He's silly. So silly, Archangel. Oh, he sucks, doesn't he? He does. And Apocalypse doesn't approve of him either. He calls him a dickhead. Well, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. Says, he says disappointing. Wow, why did he say that? That was the after credits scene. He's just looking at Angel's dead body. He's like, you dickhead. <laughs> you absolutely... Oh, dear. So, yeah. Yeah, don't go. Don't, don't get inside it. No. Get out. Take it Fl- from the Fly outside. around. Exactly. Like, yeah. Shoot them. And then when they crash, shoot. You're a guy that's got flying wings of a ranged weapon, mm. so you get into close quarter combat. He's <sighs> not thinking straight, is he? No. Okay, so last death. Everyone's off the plane, and Apocalypse is basically the last one standing. Magneto turns on him and starts trying to shoot him with lots of bits of metal. Meanwhile, in the mindscape, the mind verse, whatever you want to call it. Professor X is trying to beat him to like take control of Apocalypse's body and I don't know probably try and freeze him like he does with um Bacon in first class but this does not end well for for Charles he gets immediately pummeled after a few good punches Apocalypse turns really big in his mind and just starts throwing him around um Cyclops tries to shoot uh, Apocalypse in the real world Everything you don't like. It's <laughs> more than useless. He <laughs> shoots him and it is more than useless. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse has taken out Quicksilver, I should add quickly, before this. it's I likened it to the moment where Hulk smashes Loki about, where he's just picking him up. It's basically <laughs> Quicksilver runs at Apocalypse, time slows down, and he's punching him here, there, and everywhere. 
and then Apocalypse gets gets a track of him and stops him and breaks his legs. Yeah, did you like that scene? Where I did. When he was running around and then Apocalypse was like watching him, I was like, oh shit, this can't be good. Then his eyes saw, his eyes go like white when he's using some powers and I was like, oh no. And then his eyes were like, you could see they were moving like tracking. I was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> no Quicksilver. Cause I like Quicksilver. He's were you worried Quicksilver was going to die? Yeah, I was a bit because I was like, oh shit, were they killing? I was like, well, they've killed Havoc. Oh my god. <laughs> I was a bit, I was a bit worried, yeah, but when he broke his arm, I was like, oh, wait, no, he twisted his arm, sorry. Then he broke his leg, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And then he let him go, I was like, oh, okay. Thank you. Get on, yes, Silver. <laughs> so, yeah, things are looking pretty bad for the X-Men. Until Jean Grey comes out and evens the fight. She goes into Charles's mind, banishes Apocalypse from there. And then back in the real world, she manages to lower Apocalypse's shields. Magneto makes the most of this and impales him with a girder or impales him with a girder or some piece of metal sticking him in place. Cyclops is lasering him. Jean Grey is trying to... (laughs) Doesn't do anything! Jean Grey is kind of atomizing parts of him so you can see bone and flesh. Apocalypse decides, right, I'm leaving... That's enough, and is about to teleport away using his weird purpley bubble. When Storm also decides to change sides, uh, I think this happens when she realises that he's going to kill Mystique, who she idolises because she stood up to Magneto Mm. in Days of Future Past, so she's kind of on her side. So she stops him teleporting, and then Jean Grey atomises him, disintegrates him, and he's gone. Exactly. So everybody had a role in this point, apart from fucking Cyclops, all right? He was lasering him. Magneto pinned him down using bits of metal. Storm was keeping the shield, um, teleporting Bubble away with lightning. Jean Grey was actually damaging him. Fucking Cyclops is shooting a laser at his right thigh. What the fuck do you think you're doing? No, get out, Cyclops, get out, all right? The, the, the oldest, oldest Cyclops from the original X-Men films, he was a bit more useful, all right? He led the team, he knew what he was doing. This is a punk ass bitch he's like oh you killed my brother but he didn't even kill your brother your brother killed himself by shooting lasers are you done I'm sorry you may continue yes survival tips teleport away sooner could he have just like force like ripped Gene in half Probably not. Use the force. <laughs> force choke. <laughs> Use force lightning apocalypse. I think he was getting too cocky. He's like, pummel Charles and He's like, oh, Charles has got this amazing psycho power, but I've beaten him in the mind. Oh, who's Jean? She's completely untrained. I will take this as well. So I think he was... Uh, overconfident. He overconfident, lowered his guard slightly, and then when Jean caught him by surprise, he, he was like, shit, couldn't recover in time. Yeah. And he was outnumbered. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. Pinned in place. Yeah, there's not much he can do. No. Psylocke's not coming to your rescue. Storm and Magneto... I know, she got out there quick. Yeah, she did. Lives to fight another day. Yeah, she'll be in the next film. I'd like to see more of her again. I bet you would. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not like that. And um, yeah, Archangel's dead, so... Yay. You're you're screwed. Night Stalker. Night Crawler is... Well, Night Crawler is out at this point uh, because he's... A gene put it, which annoyed me. I didn't like how she put that. He's drained his energy. He's tired. tired. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Fuck's sake. Who runs an energy? 
That's like Cyclops blasting for ages and having to stop because his eyes hurt. Oh, it's a mad little Cyclops. Why is he called Cyclops anyway when he's got the glasses on? He's got two eyes. Exactly. He should have one. He finished hating on Cyclops. <sighs> he's not even a bad guy. I just don't like him. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I just get anger when I see Cyclops. <laughs> Dear. Um, I think what Apocalypse should have done was he was trying to resist Gene and then, like, he was trying to, um, obviously teleport out. Mm. She was stop trying to teleport and focus his attack up and storm. If he just blasted attack up and, like, sliced storm in half. Or knocked her off. Yeah, anything like that. Something like that. And then restarted doing that again. Basically, he was trying to. He wasn't giving his full attention to one thing, one he was thing, splitting yeah. it too much. Yeah, because he had mind battle, shield. Yeah. Yeah, if, if he, he just spoke, swipes storm away, like you said, and mm. then teleports away. Okay, yeah. There you go. It's not bad, Chris. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Do you agree with our survival suggestions? Do you agree with our review of X-Men Apocalypse? Email your thoughts, feelings, and emotions to us at wecouldsurvivethat at gmail.com or tweet pictures of Pizza Dog to me at wecouldsurvive or tweet pictures of Cyclops to Chris. No! <laughs> also at wecouldsurvivethat. Yeah, Chris... What are we doing next week for episode 69? Oh, we are looking at the horror classic from the year 1928, Teeth. It's not from 1928, and I don't think it's a classic. Okay, we're looking at a weird film called Teeth, Great. in which a woman has bitey parts in her private parts. <laughs> bitey parts in the private <laughs> parts. Good. Chris, anything else, or do you want to end the show? Cyclops is not a good X Men. <laughs> but regard <laughs> ignoring that, we will see you all next week. Um thank you for listening. You have to listen to We Could Survive That, your weekly survival guide to the movies. Uh goodbye and keep on surviving. Not you, Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs>